Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that following up after a meeting is a distinct task from attending the meeting. You need to schedule time for following up if it's going to get done. From studying time logs, I know that so many knowledge workers spend the bulk of their days in meetings. It is easy to wind up going from meeting to meeting like middle schoolers changing classes. You go to your two o'clock, your three o'clock, your four o'clock, without thinking through the implications and next steps from any of it. This is problematic because for a meeting to be worthwhile, it needs to have an impact on the world outside the meeting. That means that most participants will need to do something afterwards to make sure the meeting has achieved its purpose. The only way to make sure this happens is to schedule time for it. Otherwise, you won't follow up in a timely fashion. Or you might forget until the next meeting. There are two general ways to do this following up. One option is to schedule 15 minutes or so after each meeting as a follow-up block. Increase or decrease the length of the follow-up block, depending on what seems necessary for different types of meetings. If you get to the end of your allocated time but haven't finished all of your follow-up tasks, add the specific tasks you haven't done yet to your to-do list for the day or the week. I personally like this idea because following up immediately afterwards means you've got momentum. You also won't forget what you agreed to do. Your to-do list won't keep growing during the day. Plus, this rule has the side effect of meaning you can't fill a whole day with meetings. So you will have to be more judicious about which meetings happen. That sounds like a pretty good idea to me. However, I know that a lot of people view a meeting as an hour, and the next hour is fair game for something else. If there is no convincing you otherwise, or there's no way to avoid it, then you need to do something else to make sure you don't forget or lose urgency. Probably the best way to solve this problem is to add things to your task list during the meeting itself. You still need to schedule another time later for follow-up, but at least you won't be in danger of forgetting anything as you race off to your next meeting. But, and I am serious here, the meeting follow-up time still needs to happen. If you have more than one meeting every workday, then meeting follow-up 
should probably be a recurring task on each day's to-do list. Schedule some time, maybe an hour that you have open later in the day, or 45 minutes after the last meeting has ended, to go back through your meeting notes. Either do the tasks you have written down, or schedule a future time for any major tasks. You can review the notes as a whole, and think through any additional follow-up activities that might be valuable. Whichever approach you take, the point is that you need to treat following up from a meeting as a distinct task from going to the meeting. Because it is. Simply having attended the meeting probably doesn't mean you are done with that meeting. So have a plan for what you need to do and when you will get it done. And now, a related tip. If you are leading a meeting, you can help ensure the team follows up by walking through the expected next steps. You can invite people to reflect back what needs to happen between now and our next meeting, or something like that. Then, as attendees reflect on what they need to do, you can make sure their lists tie in with yours. Calling attention to the fact that there are follow-ups might nudge your attendees to make time to deal with these matters. Or at least, one can hope. In any case, during the week ahead, make a plan for handling meeting follow-up tasks. When we follow up on meetings, we ensure that all the plans and ideas generated during the meetings do what they are supposed to do. Otherwise, we are just wasting time, and we will never get that time back. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. 
And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.